All right, y'all, welcome to the podcast. We have some big news for you. Last week, we hit 4,000 downloads on the podcast. We are so thrilled to be hitting this milestone. Thank you to everyone who has been downloading, listening, all that great stuff. We appreciate you so much, and we have so many big things coming. Next week, July 5th, Maddie and I will be uploading an episode that you will not want to miss. I am talking an episode unlike any other episode that we have on the podcast. So make sure that you're subscribed. Make sure that you are following. Set that notification or alarm or whatever you need to to make sure that you do not miss this episode. We are celebrating 4,000 downloads with this episode and we are so excited. Cue the intro. Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion for seeing people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> we are late on this podcast episode. We apologize. Our week has been crazy over here. What day is it? Okay, it's Monday night. So we're recording this on Monday night, and you are probably going to be listening to this on Tuesday. Hopefully. And yeah, hopefully, if everything goes to plan. And this week has just been a really, really crazy week. Maddie and I mm-hmm. have had a very long week. Some things have happened that have kind of messed up our schedule a little bit and some of it being good and some of it being not so great. And so Maddie's going to share with us a little bit about what happened and where we were when it happened and all the craziness that has kind of set us back a little bit. We didn't post a blog post on Thursday because we were gone and it was just, it was too much. If you have a blog or any of that, then you know the hard work and dedication that goes into that. And Mm -hmm. we hated to miss a week. Maddie and I were both like, oh my goodness, we just, we have been doing this for so long and every week and remaining dedicated and consistent, but the Lord just kind of reassured us, you need to take a week off. So Mm -hmm. that was our whole backstory for a blog post, but Maddie, explain why this podcast episode is late and what happened last week as well. So for those of you who don't know, me and Lily both take online college classes through Ohio Christian University and they were holding a camp meeting last Mm -hmm. week that we went to. Took our camper down there. We were really excited. It was a week-long camp meeting. It was great. They had some speakers there that we had heard before that we really liked Mm -hmm. and so we were kind of like, you know, why not? Let's take a week and go up there. And Everything was going pretty good. We got there on Monday and we went to service and everything. Dad has not been feeling very well for like a month. He's been experiencing some pain in like the stomach area and then he's also had like a little bit of a fever and just isn't feeling well in general, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't anything like he never got a cough really. He never exhibited any other signs of actual sickness other than the little bit of fever that he had, which was only like 99.8 or whatever. And so we gave him a couple of rounds of antibiotics a little while ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we only gave him one round of antibiotics, but 
uh, he did some antibiotics and stuff, and that helped for a little bit, like, while he was on the antibiotics, yeah. but then once he was finished, it all came back, and he just wasn't feeling that great again. It wasn't like he couldn't do anything, though. You know, he right. was still capable of doing things, and it wasn't really hindering him from going places. We go to the camp meeting, we get the camper parked, we go to service, and then Tuesday morning, Lily wakes me up, and I honestly thought she was kidding. She goes, Maddie, get up. We gotta take dad to the hospital and i'm like are you kidding because she almost said it in like a sarcastic voice and i was like if you're joking i am gonna be mad so i get up and i look out into like our living room kitchen area in our camper and dad's like in a fetal position leaning over the couch he's having like horrible pain in his stomach and so we all just kind of pack up the bare minimums like i'm talking like grab your hairbrush and let's go (laughs) yeah because he was just in a lot of pain and we were a few hours from home yeah. and we have a local hospital that we really like. Mom knows a lot of the doctors there and stuff and just a very, very good hospital that we always go to if we have some sort of medical emergency, which praise the Lord, we haven't had very many before. Very good hospital. We really like that hospital but we were so far away from it. But mom was like, if you're feeling okay, which dad was starting to feel better, but if you're feeling okay, then we need to like get a move on and we're going to try and make it to this hospital that we like because she didn't just want to go to a local hospital. We really have never done anything around the area where Ohio Christian is. He started feeling better. So we were like, okay, let's go. We get in the truck. We get like five minutes away from the university and he starts having horrible pain again. We had And to he like, insisted on driving. Yes. By the way. He still drove. Because we were usual. in the truck. Yeah, he really loves his pickup truck. Yeah. Like, no one else drives his pickup truck. So, he's driving, then he gets some really bad pain, so he pulls over. We had passed a sign for a hospital, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure, like, every single one of us saw it, because yeah. I saw it, and I was thinking, like, Lord, help us not have to go to this hospital. Like, help us be able to get home. I don't do well with medical emergencies. Yeah, I'm, like, very squeamish gets, and stuff. So, yeah. I was, like, very... I was trying to stay calm, because I didn't want to freak Dad out. He wasn't really freaked out, but I didn't want to, like, add any stress to anybody. So, we passed this sign for a hospital. Dad gets a big burst of pain again, worse than what he was experiencing at the camper, and he pulls over, and he was, like, there's no way that I'm making it to the hospital that we wanted to go to. I saw a sign for a hospital back there. We just need to go to this one. And mom's like, no, already looked that one up. So she saw the sign. So she was looking it up to see if it was decent because we weren't sure what was really going on. We didn't know if he would need surgery. We didn't know why he was experiencing the pain, you know. So she's like, I looked it up. Teeny tiny hospital. Doesn't look that great. Are you sure you can't make it like 20 minutes to another hospital that we knew was a good hospital? wasn't like our ideal hospital that we would have wanted to take him to, but it was a good hospital that mom knew about and everything. Our mom's a nurse practitioner, so she's very educated about this stuff, knows lots of doctors and Mm -hmm. other nurses. There's a little backstory. That's why mom really likes specific hospitals and stuff. So dad's like, ain't no way I'm making it to that hospital. We're just going to have to go to this one. Mom looks up directions and we go to this hospital. He just like stops the truck in front of the emergency room. Him and mom get out and go in 
Lily had to go and park the truck, and so then us kids and the dog, we had our dog with us, us kids and Ruby were all sitting in the truck, and we were just praying, and we had been praying over dad, like, when he was experiencing the pain when we had pulled over and stuff, and so we are just praying. Mom's giving us updates and different things. It actually took them a while to get into a room, have someone look at him and stuff, so we probably sat in the truck for about an hour and a half, but then they were able to get a CT scan, and we found out that he was passing a kidney stone. So, (sighs) the kidney stone was passing from his kidney to his bladder. That's why he was experiencing so much pain because Mm -hmm. there's just like a very, very small area that that kidney stone passes through. So, it's very, very painful. And I really have never seen dad in Yeah, dad is not a wimp at all. Like, not even a little bit. He does not like going to the doctor. Not necessarily that he doesn't like it, but he's always just like, I'll be fine. Because we've honestly been telling him for like the last month, like, do you think you should go see a doctor or something? Just because sometimes he'd make comments like, I'm just really not feeling good or he'd do something and then he'd be like real tired. So we were kind of like, do you think you need to go see a doctor? And he's like, no, I'll be fine. And a lot of that we thought was like stress from different things because we've had a lot of traveling and upcoming events and stuff going Mm -hmm. on. And so we thought that, you know, it just came from we have a ton of stuff to do and he had a lot of camper and truck issues for some different trips that we were going on. And so Mm -hmm. it was just a lot. And so we thought that the whole month that he wasn't feeling the best was just due to stress. But obviously now we know it was due to this kidney stone. Yeah. He ended up getting discharged with pain meds like four hours hours after they had admitted him and stuff. So, it really wasn't that bad. We came back to the camper. They came back to the camper. Mom was able, since we were only five minutes away from the university where our camper was, mom was able to come out of the hospital while they were waiting on the CT scan when he had some pain meds and was feeling a little bit better. Mm -hmm. She was able to come out and she just drove us kids and Ruby (laughs) back to the camper where we stayed for a little bit and then they were able to come back, which honestly, that worked out very well because Mm -hmm. we were kind of thinking, like, who are we going to get to pick us up? Like, in Columbus. Columbus was a hospital that we could have gone to. Right. Who's going to pick us up at our local hospital that we wanted to go to, which is about an hour away from our house, so it's not super local. Like, who's going to pick us kids up? Who's going to be able to take the dog to? And, you know, all this stuff. But it worked out good that we were close to the camper. Us kids could obviously stay alone for a little bit and all that stuff. So, they were able to come home. Dad is recovering. He's still been in a lot of pain though. Yeah, he still has been experiencing pain. He's off the actual pain medicine that they gave him and is really just taking ibuprofen consistently now. Not really sure why I needed to include that detail, but so he is recovering, feeling a little bit better, but that's what happened for our week. We continue to go to the camp meeting, you know, the next morning. He's like, (laughs) I'm good. Let's go to the camp meeting, which he probably shouldn't have done because then we're sitting in service and he's like, I'm really not feeling good, experiencing pain and stuff. So yeah, it was fine. We had a really good week, Um, lots of good speakers, lots of just good family time. We were able to spend a lot of time together. Even though dad wasn't feeling the best, we were the dogs barking in the background. Apparently, she loves making appearances and sound while we're we're trying to record. At least she's not eating. Yeah, praise the Lord. Anyway, so we are now home. That's why we were late recording because we were at this camp meeting and Mm -hmm. it is a hassle to try and record when we're all in the camper and, you know, to just try and bring all the stuff that we have to bring and all that stuff. And also, 
you know, it's not that much fun to spend your vacation editing right. podcast episodes. So that's why we're recording a little bit late. Yeah. Tons of stuff was, has been happening. So uh, it was a long week. So yeah. yeah, that kind of explains, I guess, gives a little life update of what's been happening mm-hmm. over here for us. But today we wanted to talk about some different things. Okay. So Maddie and I have been sitting here and we're like, okay, what are we going to talk about? We need to update on dad and everything happening, but what are we going to talk about? What are we going to give them this week? What's been on our hearts and just talking through some different stuff. And obviously we have been doing a lot of stuff. I don't know if y'all follow us on Instagram, but if you do, if you are caught up with our stories and different things that we do there, I like to post a lot of verses and quotes and that kind of thing, just daily encouragement Mm -hmm. and challenges as well. And so Instagram has kind of become our main social media for different things just because of Facebook and parlors. And I'll just say parlor isn't the best anymore. And uh, we're still using it. We still like parlor, but yes, some of the new updates and stuff aren't really great. Yeah. It's it's definitely great as far as free speech and Mm -hmm. having that platform and everything, but just the way that things are changing, I don't know. It's just, it's been hard for a lot of people I know to get back on there. But anyway, Maddie and I were talking about what we wanted to share today. And Maddie's like, you know, that one quote that you put on uh, Instagram the other day. And I was like, oh, which one? Because I share a lot. (laughs) And so she shows me uh, which one it was. And so we looked at it and I'm like, oh, that's a good one. We should talk about that. So it also, I feel like goes with dad's story and what happened this past week and stuff, because it talks about just not producing Christianity on our own. I think that so many of us get caught up in, well, I have to serve Jesus today and I have to say the right thing and I have to go to church and I have to go to Bible study and I have to read my Bible and I should pray right now or I should go pray with that person, whatever it may be. It just, it's a lot of eyes and a lot of kind of just I have to's, not I want to's in Christianity and that's natural, okay? Like, let's just say it now, get it out of the way. That is a natural thing that we are prone to do as humans. It is so easy to fall into the trap of thinking, well, I can just do this on my own. In my own strength, I can serve Jesus, I can love Jesus, and it's all on me. Mm -hmm. And when reality sets in and what the gospel really is, it's all about us really just denying ourselves, taking up our crosses, and following him. And he helps us with that process. He wants to be our strength. He wants to be served not because we feel like we we have to, but because we want to. Mm-hmm. And so I put this quote out the other day. I'm going to read it for y'all. And I promise this will tie back somehow. We'll tie back at the end. But it says, aren't you sick of a Christianity you have to produce day in and day out? Let's make it our goal today to love Jesus and let it happen. I feel like that was a great challenge, especially for me this past week when I put that up. I just kind of kept thinking about that, how you know, Lily, you don't have to produce Christianity. Like, you are not capable of that even. You know, we trick ourselves into thinking, well, you can do all of this, like I just said, but in reality, we cannot do everything on our own. We cannot serve Jesus in our own strength. We need him every single day of our lives, every single moment of our lives, and especially in hard times, like we were just talking about with dad, you know, it was hard to see him in the pain that he was in and saying that he needed to go to the hospital. And there was a lot of stress and chaos and just a lot of this stuff. And I think I'm I'm not trying to brag or anything. Like, trust me, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to give this as a practical example Um, it's just kind of natural to start praying for us in those situations. Like we just start praying out loud, like pray over the person, put your hands on them. Dad started just 
like when he pulled over, he's leaning back in the seat, trying to get it to stop and all this stuff. And we just started laying our hands on him and praying over him and praying that the Lord would help the pain to stop and that he would just take care of whatever it was. We were like praying boldly for healing and whatever needed to happen. And I think that when you get to that point, and I'm not saying that we do the best at this, okay? Please don't mm-hmm. hear me. We don't because there have been times that we don't think to pray or we don't think to do something that we should or that Jesus is telling us to do. So please hear me. Like we don't always get it right, but we try. You know, it, there's mm-hmm. this part of you when you become a Christian and you really love Jesus that you're just like, I have to go to him in those stressful times or chaotic times or even the good times. You know, I need to go to him because he is all that I have. And mm-hmm. so just praying over dad immediately in the car, that's not something that you produce. That's not something that you produce on your own. That is something that just naturally flows out of a spirit-filled person because we love Jesus and because we trust him. We know that he is a healer. We know that he is in our situation, that he knows what we're going through Mm -hmm. and that we can approach him boldly because he loves us and because he cares for us. And so I think that we really just have to get to that point where that's always in the back of our minds or in the front of our minds. Let's say that. I think that's a better way to put it. It should always be the first thing that we go to. And I think I put that in a blog post a couple weeks ago about how, you know, we so easily tend to try worldly solutions first, right? We try to come up with worldly things that make us feel good or, you know, whatever, instead of trying Jesus's way first. And we just get caught up in that because that's what our priorities are. That's what we trust. Mm -hmm. And our choices are evidence of whom we trust. And so I just want us to realize this week that whether your parent is going through a kidney stone emergency (laughs) or whether you just had the best week of your life, you need Jesus. And we need to come to him boldly and confidently and it should be natural. It shouldn't be something that you have to be like, oh, I have to read my Bible today Mm -hmm. or I have to pray or I have to really go to the Lord when I'm dealing with this stuff in life or whatever because it's not you. Obviously, you have to make a choice to do that, but it should come out of your love and adoration for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And when you make a commitment, when you surrender your life to Jesus, every single one of those situations that you're going to experience should be surrendered. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when you are living in that view and in that way of I've surrendered everything to Jesus, you should just automatically think like, when I'm having a medical emergency, like I surrendered this to Jesus. So he's the one that I should be going to right now. So I like what you said about it, just kind of flowing naturally out of the way that we live. Because Mm -hmm. what this quote is saying about, aren't you sick of a Christianity that you have to produce is that every day we're thinking, oh, if I want to be a Christian today, then I better read my Bible or I better pray at least once before lunch or before supper or before bed or, you know, whatever. And it's just kind of like this chore. It's something that we have to produce. We have Mm -hmm. to produce kindness in ourselves. We have to produce patience. We have to produce the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. On our own. Without the Spirit. And you're not going to be bearing real fruit from something that you're trying to produce instead of the Holy Spirit producing Mm -hmm. it in your life. Yeah. Because also, there's so much less stress in your life when you don't feel like this is a whole nother layer of stuff that you have to deal with. Mm -hmm. This should be something that relieves the stress of the other things that you have to deal with because you know, I've surrendered all this stuff to Jesus. I'm living in constant surrender. And, you know, this is in Jesus' hands. I know I've 
got to make decisions. I know I've got to get up and go to work today. Right. But my work day is surrendered to Jesus. Mm -hmm. What I do today is surrendered completely to the Lord. Yeah. And so I think that when you live in surrender, when you act like Jesus is literally in control of your life, not in a dictatorship way, but in I have handed everything to him. I want him to deal with this because I know that he's got a plan. He knows what the future is going to look like. He knows what tomorrow's work day is going to look like. He knows what tomorrow's school day is going to look like. So when you're constantly living in a way of I've surrendered everything to Jesus, then the prayer and the reading your Bible Mm -hmm. and just all the different Christian things are just naturally going to be occurring in your life. You're going to be seeing real fruit because you don't have to think about this person who's driving really slow in front of me. They're super annoying, but you don't even have to think about, oh, if I want to act like Jesus, I better be patient. Like it just comes naturally. You're Mm -hmm. patient. You don't honk your horn. You don't roll down your window and start yelling at them to drive faster or anything because you're just naturally patient. And that is a fruit of the spirit. I Mm -hmm. know that a lot of us think that if we're living Christianity out, you know, you're going to see this like major fruit. And I hope that you do. I hope that you're living for Jesus so much that big things are happening. But sometimes it can be simply, I am patient enough because the Lord has taught me to be patient to not start screaming at this person in front of me. Like it's just something that naturally occurs because that's not what Jesus would do. I'm constantly trying to live like Jesus. So here I am. I'm being patient. I'm trying to be kind to this person, you know, so all that stuff should just naturally be happening. Well, and I think that when you get to the point in your Christian walk where you don't have to think about those things or think about, well, I have to be patient or I have to be kind or I have to be gentle or whatever. If you're not having to think about those things, then I think that that is the result of having Mm -hmm. the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Because when you get to that point where it's not forced, you're not producing it and the Spirit is, you don't have to think about those things. You don't have to go, hey, I should probably clean up that table over there or my table at a restaurant restaurant because it just comes naturally and you don't have to force yourself to do those things. Mm -hmm. And so just like us praying over our dad in the truck, I think that that is just a symbol of trying to walk in the spirit and be natural in what he would have us to do. You just, you shouldn't have to think about it. I'm not saying that we don't have to sometimes. Like I'm Mm -hmm. just, there are times where I can say, and I know Maddie can as well, that we do not get this thing right all the time. There are times that we mess up times that we fail, times that we are not walking in the spirit, times that we don't pray when we should or pray too much. Uh, and it's just pray too much. What? That's, I don't think that's possible. No, I don't think that's. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you get what I'm saying. I think that when we get to the point in our Christian walk where we are just leaning on the Lord, relying on him and not having to try and produce something in our lives, then that is a great indicator that the Lord is leading us and that we're where we need to be with him, bearing the fruit that we should be bearing. And another thing, I think that Maddie has a verse uh, that you wanted to read. What was that? You yeah, said earlier. Um, just as we were kind of discussing mm-hmm. this, I found Hebrews 5, 9 to go perfectly with what we're talking about. And it says, and being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. I really like that verse because it talks about he became the source of eternal salvation. Mm-hmm. And so when we're experiencing difficult things, when life is just 
just difficult. He is the source of our salvation. He is what saves us from the stress and the anxiety mm. and all these different things. And so, you should, your source shouldn't be your phone or other people or all those different things. Just like when you have a relationship with Jesus. So, like, if we're going to keep talking about the medical emergency, <laughs> like, while we were in the truck, we have a relationship with Jesus. And so, when you have a relationship with someone, it's mm. just natural that you're going to be telling them about what's going on. Like, while we were in the truck, we texted a lot of different people just to be praying because we didn't know what was wrong. We didn't know if it was something major, if it was just something that would be fixed easily, if he would just need some medicine or whatever, it would right. go away later, or if he'd need surgery or, you know, all this stuff. But we have relationships with all these other people that we were texting. And so, it was natural. Like, we were all just like, oh, we need to text this person. We need to text this person because we know that they'll be praying or so when you have this relationship with Jesus, it should naturally be, oh, Jesus, my closest relationship mm -hmm. that I have in my life, automatically going to go to him with whatever's going on, even though he already knows. Like, the Lord was sitting there looking at us in the truck while dad was experiencing pain. He knows what dad is feeling, but still, we have that relationship with him. You have peace when you mm. talk with him and when you're praying and stuff, and so it should just be like a friendship right. between you and Jesus, and it should be something that comes naturally, and he should be the source of your salvation. He should be the source of what saves you from the pain that you may be experiencing or the stress or mm just, you know, the weight of the world. And so, I don't know. I just thought that that verse went really well. Yeah, it does. And I think that while you were talking about that, it reminded me of our weakness as humans. Like, we are weak. Mm -hmm. We are not strong in and of ourselves. We are not, especially, like, divinely strong, right? We don't have that divine strength that the Lord does. And that's his character. Like, he is a strong and mighty God. Mm -hmm. And we aren't. Like, we need to recognize that in our lives. I think that we need to recognize we're driving to the hospital. We are not almighty God. We cannot, like, save dad from whatever's going on here. We cannot heal him. We cannot anything. But we do have this amazing ability to go to the Lord in prayer and to talk to him about our needs. Because mm -hmm. he's troubled if we don't come to him. He's yeah. troubled by our lack of desperation. Our lack of just wanting him and longing for him. But we are weak. And he can use that because that's not an element of God's character. Weakness is not an element of God's character, but it is of ours. And so he can use it to display his strength if we're willing to be used. Mm -hmm. He will use that in such amazing ways. It could just be you sitting in the truck on the way to the hospital, praying out loud, and just admitting like, God, I know that I cannot fix this situation. I know that I am not strong enough to make anything better or anything here, but you can. And so by going to him, we show him that we trust him, but also we give him our weakness and say, Lord, use this however you see fit mm -hmm. because we know that you can and we know that you want to. And we just have to be willing to do that because so often we take things into our own hands, even though we know that we can't fix the problem. Even mm -hmm. though we know that we can't handle the situation on our own, we still take it into our own hands and say, I got to do this. I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to stress out about it. I'm going to have anxiety about it, whatever. And that will not help anything. But what an amazing thing it would be if people saw us naturally producing fruit, naturally coming to Jesus. We don't have to think about it. We don't have to. It's a want to. And they see that in our lives 
even in things like this. Mm-hmm. In everyday things, like this is something that I'm sure if y'all are listening, I'm sure that you've had an example, a situation, a circumstance like that one. A loved one gets sick or a loved one is in pain or you're in pain, whatever it may be. That's real life. You know, that mm-hmm. is something that we all go through. We live in a sinful world. We know that's a result of that. And so it's happening to all of us. And when people are able to see, hmm, they handled that differently. They handled that a lot more calmly or peacefully or whatever it is than I might. Let's say they're an unbeliever and they're looking upon our lives and they say, there's just something different about how they handled that. Mm-hmm. And then they find out that it is Jesus through us that we're crying out in prayer, that they hear it, whatever. Like that's an amazing thing. The Lord wants to use those things, but we have to be willing. And I think that so often we stop him from using our weakness because we're not willing. And I don't want to be one of those Christians who who do that because that just, that doesn't help anything. That doesn't help us grow. That doesn't help us love others better. And, uh, it doesn't show them anything different either. Mm -hmm. The last thing that I just wanted to mention was when you are experiencing these things and you are relying on the Lord, you are praying, you're just completely surrendered to him. Like I've been saying, make sure that people know that. Yeah. You've got this like divine strength now because you're relying on Jesus. Make sure that people know that. Make sure that people aren't just looking at you and thinking, wow, she handled that situation really good. Right. Or, you know, she did a great job at just staying calm and, you know, all this stuff. Like, tell them, that was not me. Right. Because I would not be remaining calm and I would not be handling the situation well if it wasn't for Jesus. Yeah. And so, there's actually like a ton of cool stories that dad got to have from this. He was Uh able to pray with a few different nurses who were taking care of him. And so, he said that like in the waiting room, in his hospital room, he was literally like praying out loud because the pain was just so bad, which I never knew the kidney stones were quite so painful. But then he's like, talking to all the guys who we had texted to pray for him or he had texted or whatever. And they're like, yeah, I've had kidney stone. Worst pain I've ever experienced in my life. And dad's like, amen. So dad was just like sitting there in the waiting room in his hospital room praying and he was able to pray with a few different nurses. And so I think that the moral of this podcast episode, as I always say, the moral of this story, I didn't know that we were going to talk about dad's kidney stone this whole episode, but it worked out good, you know. Yeah, it's fine. The moral of this story is that when the Lord is the source of your salvation, when Mm. you're not relying on anything else but Jesus, then you're just going to experience such peace. Uh Like even I was just, I was very anxious as we were going to the hospital Really, I was honestly being kind of selfish because I was thinking like, Lord, please help me not have to go into a hospital and just sit there and wait on dad because like me even going into a hospital, like I just, you know, which that's an area that I need to work on. Like, let's be real here. Like that's an area where I'm not completely relying on the Lord and I know that I'm trying to, you know, work Mm -hmm. on that and so... Anyway, I'm not even sure why I mentioned that, but (laughs) when the Lord is the source of your salvation and you have surrendered every single situation in your life Mm -hmm. to him, then you are just going to experience such peace. And well, I know why I mentioned that. I was going to say that when we parked the truck, when dad was in the hospital and we were just praying, like we continued to pray in the truck. We prayed out loud a couple of times, but then just as I was sitting there, I was just praying in my head and in my heart and stuff. But the Lord really did give me peace while we were sitting there in the 
the parking lot and it was just like my anxiety was calmed and I just felt like I had a good feeling that nothing was that wrong that it was going it was gonna be okay even though we weren't at the hospital that we wanted to be even though we didn't know any doctors here any nurses or we had no idea what was happening with dad we just had peace and I think that all of us experienced that mom said that once they got into the hospital it wasn't really that bad of a hospital he had some good nurses and stuff and so mom said that she experienced peace when they got in there and stuff. I don't know. I just think that when the Lord is the source of your salvation, you experience such peace no matter what situation you're in, no matter what hospital you're in. That's just what we thought about talking about today and what was kind of on our hearts because I think that this is something that a lot of people don't give practical examples when they talk about this. It's just kind of like, you know, you've got to rely on the Lord and you'll have peace that passes all understanding and stuff. And that's true. Like all those podcast episodes, sermons, they're all good and are teaching a good message. But I think that sometimes it helps when you have like someone telling you a practical example of how they experienced that peace, how they relied on the Lord. Mm-hmm. So we're going to wrap up in prayer. So let's pray. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day and this episode. And I just thank you that me and Lily were able to record today. Even though we're getting this episode up a little bit late, I thank you that we were still able to publish one. I pray that you would just help this episode to encourage everyone who's listening. I pray that you would help each and every one of us, including Lily and I, to just rely on you no matter what situation we're in, no matter what we're experiencing in life, uh, no matter how stressed we are or how happy we are even. I pray that we would just continually be seeking you in your presence and that we would just be surrendering absolutely anything and everything in our lives to you. And I pray that we would just rely on you no matter what we're facing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, everybody. What I want to end with is just one simple statement. He is faithful despite the circumstances. No matter Mm -hmm. what we're going through, he is faithful. And this is just, like Maddie said, a practical example of how he was faithful for us this week. This is where you see God. This is where you experience God. Yeah. In real life. It's not always going to be at church on Sunday. It's not always going to be at a camp meeting. But here we are camping. Dad has a medical emergency. This happens. He gives us peace. He reveals himself to us and we are able to trust him even more than we were two weeks ago before this happened Mm -hmm. because of last week's incident. And so I just find that really powerful that the truths that we know, the things that we know to be true, we know that God is faithful. We know that he will give us peace. But when you're in real life examples like that when you're when you're living things that he reveals himself through and he just reveals different things that you realize but you don't realize at the same time it can just be really, really cool and uh, really amazing. So thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe. Like I said earlier, we have a great episode coming next week and we just love you all so much. Thank you for just supporting us and everything that y'all do by downloading Mm -hmm. and stuff. It means the world to us, but also be praying for our dad. He's still healing uh, his kidney and stuff. Still has a little bit of healing to do after the kidney stone. So just be praying for him and no more pain, especially this week if you're listening uh, when we're up uploading this. So we love you all so much and we will be sure to talk with you very, very soon. Bye guys.